Hello everyone, this is Bola from CleverGirlFinance.com and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. And this episode of the podcast is all about side hustles, specifically how to use a side hustle to increase your income. And if you've listened to the podcast long enough, you know that I'm a huge fan of increasing your income, creating multiple streams of income through having a side hustle, some sort of business that you're doing to help you increase your income. And so to have this conversation with me on the podcast today, I have a special guest. Her name is Yuri Gibson. And Yuri is the founder of ViaYuri.com. She is a designer and digital product guru who teaches other people how to create side hustles that mean business. Her first taste at hustling was working two jobs while attending college full-time for seven years. And then she graduated into a tanking economy in 2008, which led her down a career path that she hated. And this caused her to really think deeply. And she came to a decision that changed her life. She decided to move abroad to teach English in South Korea. And that's where her side hustle journey began. And after living in Korea for three years and turning her design business into a digital product empire, Yuri now has a new day hustle. She's now a flight attendant, and so she now gets paid to travel the world while still running her serious business on the side. In this episode, Yuri talks about her personal story, including how she got through college over those seven years and how she wound up in South Korea. She shares the difference between a side gig and a side hustle, why you should start a side hustle, the industries that can earn you the most money, what it takes to start your side hustle for just $80 a month, and her all-time favorite tools to help you make your side hustle a knockout success. But before we get into the episode with Yuri, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please do. You can subscribe on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, and you can also listen to episodes and watch videos on the Clever Girl Finance YouTube channel. I would also greatly appreciate it if you guys can head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating for this podcast so other women like you can find the podcast as well. And finally, head over to clevergirlfinance.com and subscribe there as well so you can get access to my resource library as well as access to my private Facebook community. And on the site, you can also check out the brand new content that I put out every single week. So let's get into this episode with Yuri. Hey, Yuri, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Bola. Thanks for having me. Excited to be talking to you again. <laughs> <laughs> so um, for people who don't know you or are listening, Yuri, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. Tell them who you are, what you do. Sure. My name is Yuri Gibson. I run, I run the website via Yuri.com. Um, it's all about side hustles. So I started out years ago um, running a side hustle while I was living abroad in South Korea. I was designing a lot of projects for different people. And then I started to get questions on how to kind of build a side hustle on your own, especially since I was doing it halfway across the world. And that's kind of where I am now. I love it. And Yuri, you designed a couple, you did a couple design projects for me. And I really love everything you do. I love your blog. I love your content around, you know, just teaching people to create side hustles. And it's not fluff. It's a lot of detail. I think of all the, you know, like side hustle sites and coaches that I, I come across, you actually make the effort to put in the most detail. And that's what I love about it. Thank you. And so I had to have you on the podcast because a lot of the women who are listening, working full time and thinking of side hustles or running side hustles, and I always get questions about how to do something, what tool to use, how to manage costs. And I thought you would be perfect to come on here to um, answer all those questions because this is what you do. <laughs> exactly. Thank you again for having me. I'm excited to talk about it. It's my favorite subject. <laughs> so before we get into the detail, um, I just wanted to, you to share a bit more about your personal story. So you had kind of dropped in that um, 
you were living in Korea and South Korea, but what led you there? Tell us a little bit more about your life and who Yuri is. <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, I guess I'll have to go back to my college years. Um, I actually went to school for interior design and architecture. Um, it took me seven years to graduate because I went to a private school and I paid for for college myself. Um, I love no it. For my parents. <laughs> I, I'm in debt. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm, no. I'm not like Bola where I got to save $100,000. No, but you have a plan. So <laughs> I have a plan. I have a very, yes, on my blog, I have a very clear plan to pay it off. But um, so it took me a long time because I would have to take a year or two off or something like that every now and again and kind of work up the money to, to pay myself through. So those are really like the beginning of my hustling days where I learned how much it took to get things that I wanted. So once I graduated, um, I actually graduated right when the economy was like tanking. So um, like Many others um, at that time, I wasn't able to find a job and the major I had worked so hard in and it was something I excelled in and I absolutely loved it. So that led me to a series of jobs um, that I hated. And one of them was working for this major insurance company that's a nationwide name. I'll say it like that. Um, (laughs) And um, I just I couldn't take it anymore. And one day I just... I was like, I have to change my life. And I asked myself, what would be the one thing that if I didn't do, I would most regret? And that was move abroad, live abroad. I had always wanted to travel more and live abroad. So that night I applied to teach English in South Korea. I had remembered a friend from college had done it once. And um, about six months later, I landed in Korea and I was there for three years teaching English, I moved throughout the country. I taught in different cities, a different year in each city, from rural classrooms where there was only one student to classrooms where there were 30 plus students. Um, so I actually was a national school teacher. So I taught in the public school system for two years and then at a private academy for one year. And all the while, I started to build up my side hustle. I love it. And the reason why I, you know, when you talked about paying for college on your own and me saying that I loved it is because you are very um, just observing you over the last year and a half that I've known you. (laughs) (laughs) You're very determined and you're very focused. And I know that despite your student loans, um, you are going to pay them off because I've seen your your posts where you talk about your plan. You're so detailed and you're so specific. (laughs) And everything that you told me that you were going to do a year and a half ago, you have done, including writing, writing this incredible book that we're going to talk about for side hustlers. So I just wanted to tell you that. Thank you, Bola. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> so um, let's get into now, you know, side hustles. Why are you focused on side hustles? Why do you care about side hustles? And I know you talked about, you kind of um, talked about, touched on it when you said you were, you worked extra to get what you want, but then mm-hmm. you did that for yourself. Why do you care about teaching other people, other women to do the same thing? Sure. So I think the reason why I'm specifically focused on side hustles is when I first started, I had this dream like everyone does to have a side hustle that would turn into a full time business. But over time, I've realized that, you know, I get these opportunities to live abroad, to go teach in South Korea. And as my new venture that you know about, I'm actually becoming a flight attendant right now. And so there's cool jobs that I can do that people will pay me to do that are interesting to me that I also want to do in addition to having my own thing. So I'm the actual side hustler who wants to keep my side hustles as an actual side hustle. Um, and so 
I definitely think um, they're a business that I could take full time if I wanted to. But I also know, as you mentioned, I'm a very detail oriented person. I'm a type A designer. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I'm able to really break down information and from people that I've coached in the past, um, from others that I work with, um, they say that they can hear it from someone else. But when they hear it from me, it actually makes sense. So I think that's why I'm so focused on side hustles. It's what, how I want to live my life, and um, I want to teach others how to do it as well. And, you know, I think side hustles are they're a great way to increase your income. You know, there's a lot of people that email me or send me messages about, well, uh, you know, I want to make more money, but at my job, I'm not up for a promotion for two years. I've been trying to find a new full-time job. I can't find it. But I always recommend... Think of something you're good at and explore it as a side hustle because a side hustle can help you increase your income. And when you increase your income, you can pay off your debt. You can save more money. You can you can start to pursue those things on your wish list and on your dream list for your life. And talking from personal experience, I actually have a blog post and a YouTube video where I talked about my side hustle, one of my side hustles when I was still working full time as a wedding photographer. And one Mm. of the years I did that, um, there was one particular year I made $70,000 in my side hustle, which is somebody's full time. (laughs) If they're lucky. (laughs) So, you know, a side hustle is something that I strongly recommend. I'm all about small business to increase your income, either as a part-time thing or a full-time thing. Because when you have something going on the side, there's really no cap to your potential. There is no cap to your earnings. It's just about you putting in the effort. So I get a lot of questions from people about, well, I know I want to start a side hustle. I want to start a business, but I have no idea what to do. It might be too expensive. So I wanted you to kind of share some of, just based on your experience and the people you've worked with, what are some suggestions or what are some popular side hustles idea, side hustle ideas um, for people trying to figure out what they can do? Okay, I'm really happy that you brought this up. And maybe we can go and talk about this a little more in depth because I think um, this is something that kind of gets brushed over in the online business world. Um, a lot of people paint this dream that you, if you want to have your own online business, let's say that you can do it on any topic and, and be proper, profitable. But I, I don't believe that that is true. Um, so before we go into that, let me first say that when it comes to side hustles, I think there's two ways to look at it. You can have a side gig or you could have a side business. So a side gig would be something like driving for Uber or performing tasks on TaskRabbit. So it's someone else started something and you're benefiting off of a business model that they've already created versus a side business, which is what I do. And it's also what you do as well. It's a business that you created on the side that is your own. And when it comes to creating a business like that, um, there are some specific niche areas, I should say, that tend to be more profitable than others um, because those are the areas that people are actually willing to pay people um, to do, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to finding a niche like that, um, the ones that do really well are the finance niche, which, of course, you are in. Um, but you're in that niche because you actually have experience in it. You know, so if someone is trying to start a side hustle and I'm saying, you know, these are some popular niche ideas, don't go and start something that you have no business starting. And (laughs) you're going to ruin your credibility before you begin, you know? You mean I can't be a part-time surgeon? (laughs) No. 
<laughs> exactly. Don't start a medical blog if, if you have no idea what you're talking about. So and, and that's why I'm happy you brought that up because I think that's where a lot of people get misguided. And with clients that I've worked with in the past, um, when I started doing a lot of coaching on side hustles, you know, they would come to me with these ideas and they would say, you know, I want to turn this into a business. And, you know, I'm trying to work with them to find kind of steer their way to a niche that will make sense and for what they want to actually do. Because you can say that you want to be a love coach and get, you know, paid to be a matchmaker. But are people really willing to pay you that money to do that? You know, Mm -hmm. so that's something that you really have to consider when you want to start a side business versus a side gig of your own. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned the finance space. What other spaces do you find popular for having a successful side hustle? I would say the health and wellness, that industry, there's definitely a lot that you can do in that. Um, And so for finance and health and wellness, you know, those take certain types of people to really make those kind of areas shine. But the good news is there's a lot of lifestyle avenues that you can take. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, um, so, you know, I went to school for interiors and architecture. So if I wanted to, I could create a side business based in that kind of home decorating design realm or let's say party planning. That's a really big one that you can create a very profitable business in. even more really niche topics like bullet journaling, you know, things like that, things that are real interests of yours that are in that lifestyle. If you can find a way to kind of relate what you do to someone who's looking to kind of upgrade their lifestyle. I think those can be some really um, popular niches that will be profitable. Mm-hmm. So, and I definitely, you know, I agree with the health and lifestyle, uh, health and wellness. Um, I have a number of friends who have actually full-time businesses in those spaces and they're really thriving. And I think it's just figuring out what aspect of it, whether it's finance, whether it's health and wellness. And that's not to say that other niches or other industry types are not areas that you can build a successful business. These are just what Yuri is saying, that these are just the ones that, you know, it's a little bit easier, I guess, because it's you're servicing yes. a need that people have. And you know that a lot of people have a need to, for instance, get their finances in order to take care of their hair, to take care of their, their you know, fitness or healthy mm-hmm. eating. Just, these are just random examples. But think about, so it's I think it's kind of like aligning what you're good at to something that you know that there is demand for out in the market space, right? Perfect way to say that. Exactly. And exactly. I, I love that you broke down the difference between a side gig and um, a side business, because it's really important for people to understand that, you know, when you have a side business, it takes a little bit more effort than a side gig. But then you could potentially earn a lot more from your side business than you could earn from a side gig. You know, so Uber, you're driving for another company who takes a certain commission, you get a certain paycheck from it and you get paid based on what you drive. Whereas if you have a side hustle, you could create a single product and that product could grow exponentially and make you an exponential amount of money that's not tied to, you know, the number of hours that you you used to make the product, if that makes sense. <laughs> Definitely. And that's, I know that's what you're about. That's what I'm about too, creating that side business as a model versus doing the side gig because it gives you ultimate freedom. And like you said, it does take a lot more work. Um, but a, the good news is a lot of that work comes up front, you know, let's say in the first few years, year or two, first few months. Um, and then after that, they really kind of take on a life of their own, which is a benefit in and of itself. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, depending on the product or service you offer, a portion of your side business could potentially start to earn you a ton of passive income. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. That's a podcast <laughs> I need to do. I wrote it down. I'm going to create a podcast on passive income. So we'll talk about that later, guys. Okay. So <laughs> you and I did this amazing webinar on how to start a successful low cost side hustle for only $80 a month. Mm-hmm. And it was a big hit. The video is on YouTube, guys. It's on the Clever Girl Finance YouTube channel. And it's Yuri was amazing. But I wanted you to give the listeners, and I'll link to that in the show notes, but I wanted you to give you know folks who are listening who haven't had a chance to watch the video or just didn't even know that webinar happened, th- like the overview of what exactly do you do to start your online side hustle for just $80 a month. Because for many people, the barrier to starting their business, the barrier to launch are the costs associated to, um, you know, starting. And it makes sense. I mean, a lot of people are trying to plan out their finances, pay off debt, save, get things together. And at the beginning stages, it can be difficult for someone who's like in that tight budget space to be doling out $500,000 every month to build this business. So you have this amazing model on creating a side hustle for $80. And I wanted you to kind of talk us through that. And you guys can watch the video later. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, you know, I'm happy you brought this up too, because, um, I actually, I just, um, I've just pre-wrote a whole lot of blog posts and one of them that's coming out in a few weeks is seven essential investments for your side hustle. And in that post, I talk about, you know, we, we want to create businesses, you know, with little to next to no money. But what we need to step back and consider is, you know, years ago, this online business model wasn't possible. So even if you're spending $100 a month, $80 a month, $50 a month, when else in history have you been able to start something of your own for such little cost? So keep that in mind um, when you start to develop these tools. Think of it from that mindset that we're really privileged in the kind of world that we get to live in now. Um, So that being said, There are a few, I would say four to five essential tools that you need to have. And again, we're talking about a side business versus a side gig and one that's primarily run online. Um, You need an email provider. So the one that I have switched to, I've done MailChimp in the past. I've done ConvertKit for at least a year and a half. But recently I switched to um, MailerLite and I highly, highly, highly recommend it recommend it. I actually have a blog post on my site that talks about in detail why I switched from ConvertKit to MailerLite. And that is free if you're just starting out um, and have under 1,000 email subscribers. So that is a free tool that is awesome to use. So you have your email provider. The next thing that you need is a website. So another um, really affordable tool is Squarespace. And Bola, I believe you use Squarespace as well, correct? Yeah, I do. So Squarespace, um, for the personal plan, I think their prices now are $12 a month or maybe $16 a month. Um, And this is not just – this includes designing your website and hosting your website. So if you went with something like WordPress, um, you would have to first buy a template for your WordPress site and you would also have to purchase individual hosting. But Squarespace does that all for you and it is super easy to use and customize. So really recommend that. All right. So we have email, we have a website and then being a designer, I have to talk about design tools. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Can't leave those out. And you need a design tool to create 
graphics like for Bola, she has, you know, this great Instagram account where she writes all of these different quotes. Um, I think you use Canva. I use InDesign to do a lot of my design products, but you need a design tool that's going to help you choose your brand colors, do your logo, social media, and even start to create some different resources on your site. Mm-hmm. Um, Canva is free and they also have an upgraded plan, I think for $13 a month. And then the program that I recommend and I have a free course on is Adobe InDesign. I preach about this tool all day long because you can design everything in it um, and that will run you $19 a month. And then lastly um, would be um, if you sell digital products, which is something I recommend, even if you're a service-based business, um, a tool to deliver those digital products automatically when someone purchases. the tool that I've been using and loving right now is Sendal, and they start at $9 a month, and they have different programs and tiers that you can um, use. But those are the essential four tools I would say you need. An email provider, a website platform, a design tool, a product delivery system, and if I had to throw in one more, I would say a scheduler. Um, if you are a service-based business to set up calls with clients or to have, you know, podcast interviews like we're doing. And I use Acuity Scheduling and Bola, I know you do too. Um, and there's even a free plan for that. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you just mentioned a lot of tools, which for someone who has not started their side hustle can seem overwhelming, but it's really, it just, when you sit down and you access you know, spend some time, you know, when you start this business, you're going to have to spend some time setting it up anyway. You have to spend time in your business to grow your business. Um, But when you sit down and you spend some time reading over what they are and what they do, you'll see that they connect the dots for you, right? Mm -hmm. So your email provider, your email um, management system, it's what's going to help you connect with your audience. Your website is what you're going to direct your audience to, to come and buy your products and services. Um, The tool you uh, mentioned for delivering the digital products is how they're going to get the products they buy from you. So all these different tools just help you connect the dots to establishing your side hustle. And, you know, Yuri mentions her favorite tools. You know, she talks about using MailerLite versus ConvertKit. I use ConvertKit. It's a whole different conversation. And you heard about it on that video that we did. (laughs) But, you know, if you're using something now that works for you and is affordable, then think about how best, because you are starting a side business, you want to think about how best to manage your time. So if, for instance, you're using MailChimp right now and it's working for you in this moment on what you're doing and you don't have the other tools, as opposed to spending three days of your precious time after work, you know, working on this side business, um, trying to move from MailChimp to this other platform or one week or whatever, spend that time, that valuable time setting up the other aspects to help you connect the dots in your business. Definitely. Yes. Okay. So, and I'm going to put the, um, the tools that Yuri mentions in the show notes so that you guys can go check them out, but they pretty much all equal to around $80 or under. And again, it's an investment. When you're when you're starting a side hustle, um, you want to invest in quality tools, quality products that can help you give your customers and potential customers a quality experience when they have that first touch with you. Because think about how you behave as a consumer, right? If you go to a crappy website or you have a crappy experience with a company you don't really know, you're never going to go back there, right? Because to you, it was just crap. It was a crap experience. It was a crap product. And so <laughs> you want to <laughs> make sure that, <laughs> no, I'm just being honest. This is how I behave as a consumer. You behave like this too. You know, like if you buy something at the store and it was 
expired or horrible, the chances that you're ever going to buy that same product again are very, very low, very, very slim. So invest in your business. And the investment is not just the money. It's not just the tools because the tools are not going to make the business for you. You as the founder, you as the CEO of this side business, you're the person that's going to make this business. And so you also have to invest your time. That's really, really important. The tools are incredible, but your time to grow the business, to create your content, to nurture your audience, to establish the relationships, to do the sales and the marketing, that is something that you're going to have to do. Exactly. And as you just said, it's kind of the first impression that you're building. And these tools help to form that first impression because they're kind of the behind the scenes aspects that no one knows is going on. But that first impression is really important. And that's what you want to spend your time cultivating um, when you're first starting out your business, getting your niche right, getting your brand in place, and then building up the content that is going to have someone be wowed by everything that you do. Yeah, the same way I was wowed by Yuri's business. (laughs) (laughs) And that is, no, seriously, like, you know, I didn't know who you were before, right? We kind of had an engagement on Instagram. I was like, oh, let me see. I need to get some design work done. So if you guys see any of the Clever Girl Finance Life Planner videos, you recreated those. And I needed to get some design work done. I'm like, oh, my God, this girl's site is amazing. Oh, her content is, you know, so it's the life cycle of a potential customer. And I I very much follow that path. I found out who you were. So I got kind of got to know you. I went to your website. I read your content. I, brow- I browsed around and that helped me get to like you and also get get to trust you and then after all of that it led to a purchase which you know allowed me to pay you money so that's basically the progression of in very high level terms of a a potential customer into your business and so when you think about I always tell people who are starting businesses when you think about your business think about how you would behave as a consumer as and it helps give you insights right you can't just expect someone to come to your site and buy your product within the first 15 minutes or they're not a good customer people need time to get to know you and because we're in this age of everything being online and social media and you're probably starting your side business online you're going to have to create that interaction because it can't be physical in person. You're going to have to use your platform, your website, your email communication, your social media to create that interaction. And again, first impressions really matter, as Yuri said, and the tools that she mentioned or tools similar to them can help you create that really good first impression and continued impression until that person becomes a customer. And then when they become a customer, it doesn't just end there because you want them to come back and be reoccurring or you want them and or you want them to tell other people, oh, my God, Yuri is so amazing. And I tell everybody, Yuri did this for me. You should definitely talk to her. <laughs> so. I will say that works. I never I, when I was designing um, everything I got just came from word of mouth. I didn't have to go that route. And like she said, it's because of the impression that I was able to create on my website and with the content that I put out. So exactly. And you're on this podcast now. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You're here now talking to everybody because I love you so much. (laughs) So this is how it works, guys. (laughs) I'm a super fan. (laughs) Thank you, Bola. I'm I'm blushing over here so much. I can't even tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So let's kind of get into some of your favorite books for starting a side business, side hustle, and just some of your favorite business books in general? (laughs) Okay, so, um, all right, there's a couple, I'll first say, 
my favorite business book is the one that I made. I have to say it. I'm sorry. I, I, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but it is, it's good. <laughs> Shameless plug. I mean, it took me over two months to develop. It's over 200 pages. It's a visual guide that shows people how to create a side hustle from start to finish, complete with showing you how to design everything yourself, how to set up tools and all of that. Um so other than that, it's called the DIY Side Hustle Starter Guide, and you can get it at my site. Um, there are some other business books because I'm an avid reader, and I tend to only read business books right now, which I'm trying to change that. Um, there are a couple other books that have made a very lasting impression on me. The one that I have to call out is The E-Myth Revisited. Yes. That, right? I mean, that book is amazing. Um he talks about three different kind of profiles, like the entrepreneur mindset, the craftsman, and I forget the third one, but you kind of, you have to know who you are to know how to run that business because I don't know, read it. That's, that's definitely my top choice other than my guide on, on the business book that you should read. Um, there's also obviously the four hour work week. Um, I also like a lot of Chris Gilbo's books, the $100 startup, um, the happiness of pursuit, and for any designers out there, any creative thinkers, um, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield is also one of my favorite books, and it's a very quick read. Mm-hmm. So um, those are those are what I would recommend. So these are great books, um, Yuri, and I've actually read a number of them, and I love the E-Myth Re- Revisited. A lot of people who come onto the podcast actually talk about this book because it's such it's a classic business book. Mm-hmm. I mean, it teaches you how to work on your business, not in your business, how to lay out your business processes and your structure, even if you're just a business of one, even if you're just a side hustler, it helps you look at the big vision. Um, The $100 Startup is a book I've browsed through as well in the bookstore, and it has just really great ideas on little things you can start up that can actually generate you a great amount of money. So I'm going to link all these books in the show notes, including yours. Um, (laughs) And I actually have your book, you know, and I haven't read it yet, but I browsed through it and you don't disappoint. You're featured in the book too. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I forgot that. Yes, I am featured in Yuri's <laughs> book, but it's, you know, that aside, you know, it's similar to the way you create content on your site. You create your content with heart. You create your content with detail and you're not giving away fluffy information. Um, and in addition to her book, she actually has a business plan creation guide that is also very visual. And I think if you're in that space where you're early stage business, early stage side hustle, or you're just thinking about it, this is a great resource for you to check out and go to your site, look at her, um, her blog, and you'll get a sense of what's going to be in that book. And it's amazing. And if I can say, if you kind of want to give the book a test run, um, I just created a free course and it kind of walks you through each of the stages that I talk about in the book and I feature different resources that are in it. So if you want to see if it's for you, check out the free course and that course will also help you start a side hustle with a daily 10 minute task each day for five days. Awesome. Okay, so you're I want for I want I would love for you to share. I can't speak. I'd love for you to share. (laughs) What is your clever girl superpower? Oh, man, I thought about this. Um, Before, I would say something in relation to design. But when I really think about it, I think it's that I am a hard worker. I think I could work the pants off of people. I think I can outwork (laughs) a lot of people. I'm not like the Gary V, but I'm I'm pretty close. And, um, you know, hard work is a big part of running a business because it's about commitment. You know, things take a while to start sometimes, but if you're committed to it and you don't give up, that is a superpower in and of itself. 
Yeah, and it's when you don't give up, the inevitable the inevitable outcome is success. Like at some point you're going to become successful. And if you case study any successful business owner in the world, you'll see that one of their biggest traits is that they did not give up because they they all encountered all kinds of stumbling blocks and failures and things, setbacks and all kinds of things. But the, you know, one of their many characteristics in common that all these people have is that they worked hard, really hard, and they never gave up. So, you know, and I recognize that in you. I see it with the way you did stuff for me and just general looking at your business from a distance as an observer. And for people who are listening, I feel like when you're committing to a side hustle, this is not a joke. It's not, yeah, it's just that little thing I do. Take it seriously because this is something that could potentially change your life, could make you a lot of money, could help mm-hmm. you impact other people's lives and have a positive, you know, impact on your community. It's it's a big effort that can potentially have a massive outcome. So commit to the process, commit to putting in the effort, to doing the work, to doing the research, to making your customers as happy as possible, to presenting your brand to your customers in the best way possible, and don't give up. Love those words right there. <laughs> don't give up. <laughs> that's, I think that's the theme of a side hustle. If you're really willing to commit to it, the key is to not give up. Focus. Follow one course until successful. Yep. And, and you will be. And you're going to feel like you need to give up every single day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many times I have those days. I'm like, oh my god, what is this nonsense? Oh Why am god. I doing this? I should Were go back and get a full time job. Sleep. I know. Well, <laughs> I have one, and I still feel that way because I put so much effort into this, into my side business. But at the end of the day, it's because I want to put that much effort into it. I love it so. And you know what the crazy thing about this series, and everybody that's listening that has a business or that is about to get into a business, the craziest thing about this entire thing we just said about, you know, feeling like you want to quit every other day is that you actually will never quit because you love being in that. Like you love everything about your business. The hustle. Like, yeah. It's, it's like, it's like a high yes. that you love and hate at the same time. Yes. <laughs> My gosh. I can't even. That, that's it's hard exactly to explain. It but you guys know what I'm talking about. And so a lot of times when I talk about business being hard, I say it in a good way. It's not to scare anybody. It's just to set the expectation. But if you're in business for the right reasons and it's something that you love and you're passionate about, you're going to feel exhilarated and upset and irritated all at the same time. But you're going to love everything wrapped in one big package. <laughs> I mean, it comes with the territory, but those those lows are what make like the highs feel really good. Like all yeah. those days, those blood, sweat and tears that you put into it and then something happens and it just it feels worth it. And then you go at it again and you get in that zone again. And it's like this never ending cycle, but you don't want to leave it. Yeah, it's like it's like a high. But this has been amazing, Yuri. Um, I appreciate you being on here to talk to my audience. You guys, I've said it like a million times on the podcast. I really, really love Yuri. And I'm so proud of what she's accomplished since I've met her. And you guys have to check out her content and her site, her book, her free course. Um, And I promise you, she does not create fluffy stuff. Like, I've seen a lot of fluffy things out there and you are the real deal so i want for you to Thank tell people <laughs> how they can you can tell i'm completely standing here I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> tell people how can they learn more about you um my what i call my home base um is via yuri.com 
That's where I have everything that I do is linked to there. That's where you can find my book, the DIY Side Hustle Starter Guide, and the free course, which is called the Side Hustle Quick Start Roadmap, and then a lot of blog posts. Um, I don't typically write anything less than 2,000 words. Some of them are 4,000. Um, <laughs> I just can't help myself. I Once I start, I don't stop. So you can check me out there. Awesome. Awesome. And um, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much, Bola. This was so much fun. Yay. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed listening into this episode with Yuri and you gained some insights and got some tips on things you can be doing to help you build and grow your own side hustles. If you've enjoyed listening, please, please subscribe. You can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and you can also listen to episodes and watch videos on the Clever Girl Finance YouTube channel. And if you have enjoyed what you've listened to, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes so other women like you can find the podcast as well. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll be back with a brand new episode soon.